What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Mayowa, and I'm the founder of the book Cut, a book publishing agency that helps busy entrepreneurs uh, to write, publish, and launch their business uh, book. So on this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast, I've got a great guest in the house. And uh, before we get this show started, just like I always like to do, I will pass the mic to my guest. AJ will tell us a bit about himself and his business. Then we get the show started. Hi, AJ. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, it's my pleasure. So take it away from me. Tell us a bit about you and uh, your business. And uh, <laughs> Excellent. Those. Yeah. So I'm AJ Sonic. I'm currently the CEO and founder of 118 Media, a full service digital marketing agency in New York. Uh, I've been really involved in marketing over the years. Uh, working at other agencies. I started this company in 2014. We kind of went through a few transitions, but we're here now going strong. Uh, many years later, uh, built up to a team of nine. Um, and I, I started actually my first company. I was only in high school at the time, started in 2007, believe it or not. Okay. All right. Welcome to this episode, AJ. I'm super excited to have this conversation with you. Excellent. Yeah, this is going to be great. I'm excited. All right. So uh, to get the show rolling, uh, just give, we like story a lot on this uh, podcast. So uh, take it away from me. Give us a background story of how you get started uh, from the beginning uh, to sure. where you are today. So it's, it's a funny story. I didn't mean to start my first business. It just, it just kind of happened. I, um, it started, it was a DJ and entertainment company. I was only in, a, I was a freshman in high school at the time. And I was going into my freshman year, actually, this was in 2007. And um, I had uh, bought uh, some speakers and, uh, you know, a mixer. And someone said to me, oh, I heard you're DJing now. And I said, um, I guess, why? And they said, oh, could you do so-and-so's party? You know, it was a summer uh, backyard party they wanted me to do. And I, I kind of paused for a second and I said, uh, okay, yeah, I, I guess I could do that. And I think I charged them like, I don't know, $50 or something. I mean, I, I didn't know what I was doing at all. And from there, I've never advertised once. I still have that business to this day, actually. Uh, we do mostly corporate events, uh, weddings, um, you know, some very high-end events. Um, we have a photo booth, DJing, you know, uh, TV displays, lighting. We do all of that. And it just kind of grown. It's 15 years now, 15 years later. It's incredible to me. And once I started that business, I always had it in me. Um, I always wanted to do something else. You know, someone once told me, have multiple sources of income. Don't just rely on on one thing. Because when that well dries up or that bucket runs out, you want to have something else, you know, quickly there to replace it. And so through high school and through college, I always was trying to figure out what I could do and, and what I should do. And I was in college at the time. It was 2014. I was a junior and I started uh, this company that I have today. It was under a different name, um, but it was web design and IT. 
and I hired my first employee. I had no idea what I was doing, hired my first employee. Um, and then in 2016, I realized, you know what? We're not making much of an impact on the IT side of things. Although we were very capable, we did some really big network build outs and deployed a lot of one-to-one -one programs in uh, local schools. Um, we uh, implemented a lot of um, you know, next-gen upgrades on firewalls and 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 uh, wireless uh, infrastructure, but we weren't making much of an impact in terms of, I wasn't expanding, it wasn't growing quickly. And so I saw there was more of a need on the marketing side. And at the time, I was also working at other marketing agencies, and I realized, you know what, I, I think I could do this. You know, we're already doing web design. I think I think I could do this and take it to the next level. And so in 2016, I made that transition, um, sold off the IT portion of the business. And now um, it's, uh, you know, I, I can't believe it's already going to be 2023. We're a team of nine people. Um, it's been a slower growth than I expected, but I wouldn't do it really any other way. I've learned a lot. You know, I, I had no mentors. I had no uh, no one else uh, that had close to me that had that business experience that could tell me what to do and how to do it. So I had to learn things the hard way a little bit sometimes. Um, but it, it has been quite the journey, but I'm loving every minute of it. All right. Uh, surely if you ask most entrepreneurs and uh, almost everyone I've interviewed on this uh, podcast, they always uh, have almost the same kind of trajectory uh, from the scratch, figuring things out. And I have the same thing with myself as well. I had no mentor, even though there are podcasts, there are blogs, there are books and a lot of other motivational stuff like that. But, you know, uh, we just have to fail, <laughs> succeed by failing my way to getting uh, and it that, figured out. That's exactly it. You know, learn, you know, when you fail at something in life, uh, whether it's in your company or just anything, you can't just stay down. You got to get back up and try it again. You got to get back up and and figure it out. and that's what happened to me running the business, you know, implementing systems, implementing, um, you know, finally it was like a few years down the road and I said, wait a minute, I guess we need like an uh, employee handbook or something here. You know, the things like that, no one really tells you, you know, one really, you don't think about those small details, but they, they matter. They make a difference. Yeah. You are very right. So, uh, present day, uh, in the present day right now, where you are right now, uh, can you just tell us the structure of your business and revenue-wise, what is your figure for 2022? That's a great question. So revenue-wise, we are close to a uh, million dollars gross. We're, we're shy of a million. Um, we're, we're very, very close. I wanted that to be my goal for this year, but instead what I did is I um, I didn't reach that goal yet. I know we still have another month or so uh, in the fiscal year, but I learned a good lesson and we scaled appropriately. Um, we did get rid of a lot of lower paying, smaller clients, um, things that just didn't make sense to take us to that next level. So financially it set us back, but it's allowing us to be able to do a lot more for next year. Our capabilities are going to just be absolutely endless we, I, there's no reason this can't be a million dollar plus business. You know, there, there's just, to me, there's just no way. Um, there's no reason that it, that it couldn't be. And I'd rather have a slow and steady growth than a growth where you grow too quickly. I mean, you look at some of these 
companies uh, out there. I mean, look at uh, you look at Peloton, right? You look at some of these large companies. They grew too fast, too quick. And yeah, they're a big multi-million, billion-dollar company. But I think there's something that could be learned from that for all of us smaller and medium-sized businesses, you know, six-figure and, and seven-figure businesses. That if you grow too quick and you don't have the right systems in place, you're going to have a problem. Yeah. Um, and so, like I said, the the growth has been slower for us, but it's been done the right way. Uh, we've had very little turnover in terms of our clients. We've had very little turnover in terms of our uh, employees. And I think there's something to be said about that. Yeah, that's 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 cool. So uh, this is my favorite part of the uh, podcast where I have to throw my guests some thought-provoking question. Then uh, AJ will get back at me with answers. So AJ, should we fire on? Yeah. Okay. All right. What is one book that you have read that had a lot of impact in your business that you like to recommend to our audience? That is a great question. So one book, I'm actually, I'm going to be honest, I'm not done with it yet. I'm, I'm a part of this growth uh, mentoring program um, uh, called You Gurus, and they're they're helping our business strategically grow uh, over the last few years. What I like about it is a lot of the, you know, I get pitched uh, all the time from people. Uh, oh, we're going to double and triple the size of your business. And it, it, none of it works. Um, what I liked about this program is... Um, we're we're very on the same page and they have a book actually that the the founder of uh you gurus wrote that i'm I'm in the middle of reading right now it's called get rich in the deep end i i i think it's just genius uh what i like about it is i'm reading it and i'm saying oh i could have done that yeah 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 or oh i did do that oh i'm glad i did that you know there's so many things in this book and you know for me i like it because it it's helping me own my mistakes. It's helping me own the things that I've done correctly. And it's, it's giving me a lot of reassurance. You know, I, I, we, we kind of spoke about it, but there, I had no mentors. I had no one to turn to. So having that, you know, reading it in a book that's published, <laughs> you know, and reading things that I've done in the past before I even started working with this program gives me a little bit of reassurance uh, to know, Hey, I'm on the right track. So that would be one book that I, I would definitely recommend. It's it's more market, you know, for marketing agencies, it's more marketing agency driven, but there's a lot of things in here that I think will help anyone own your business and just be able to scale. Um, it's all about having the right systems and processes in place, which again, I, I've learned the hard way. Uh, this last year or so is when I really started uh, buttoning down on on having some processes and SOPs, you know, standard operating procedures. But that would be that would be one book I would really recommend to people. I got to be honest, I'm not a big reader, but this book is is really good. All right, thanks so much for that recommendation. So, uh, we love book a lot on this uh, podcast, and still talking about book. If you had to write a book today, what would that book be about? If I had to write a book today, I think it would be about. For any business, um, you know, it, it certainly applies to marketing where, where I'm in now. You know, that's that's what I uh, live and breathe. But I think for any business, it would be creating an environment where, you know, listen, you, you can't, I know you can't make everyone happy 100% of the time, 
but you can try, right? And so if I had to write a book right now, it would it would be about a lot of my mistakes that I've made, what what I could have done better and in hindsight where I've learned, but how I created an environment where we've got some really, really talented people. I mean, I have people working for us that I, I couldn't afford. And they made that risk of taking this job here because the environment, you know, workplace culture, I think is a little bit of a buzzword. I think a lot of people, a lot of companies just use it as a buzzword, but I truly believe when it's done right, it's just, it seems normal, you know? And I would, I would certainly include that in my book as to how I created an environment where everyone feels happy. I mean, we just did a, um, a company video actually recently where, and I didn't know this, I wasn't involved. I stepped out, you know, for the employee interviews and no one was put on the spot. Everyone was, you know, able to volunteer. And one of my employees said, you know, a few years ago, AJ had met with me and I wasn't really happy doing what I was doing. And I was considering leaving. I was considering a completely different industry, a completely different, you know, job. And, and I remember this and I, I sat with her and she says this in her interview. I sat with her and I said, what can I do? What here can we do that you will enjoy? And we created a new position. And long story short, this person is thriving, um, you know, and just is really excelling. And she's happy and loves what she's doing. And it's all about, you know, listen, we're all people at the end of the day. We're all humans. We all have feelings. We all have emotions. Um, you know, work is work. You're going to have uh, some good days and bad days, but how can we make it fun? How can we make it a place that you enjoy, whether you're remote or you're in the office uh, or you're across the country or out of the country, across the world? How can we collaboratively work together and create an environment where you feel valued and happy and you enjoy what you do? And I don't think a lot of, I mean, I don't know for everyone, anyone listening or, or for you, I've never had a job where someone sat me down and said, what here do you want to do? I noticed you're not happy. No one's done that, right? But I did that. And I think there's, again, I, I did it because no one ever did it to me. No one ever gave me that opportunity at a job and said, hey, you you seem to be a little unhappy. You, you, are you, you know, um, is everything okay? Or, or what, what, what can we do? You know, I think everyone should be challenged in work. Um, but you need to enjoy what you do. You need to be happy with what you're doing. And uh, that's what I would write about. Okay. Uh, it's really, I must say, you know, I had, I, I worked for like a year before I left <laughs> my only paid job to become an entrepreneur in 2002. And okay. uh, the reason, one of the reasons why I left then was the fact that I was so, ex- it was my dream job. I was so excited. I want to work uh, in a real estate firm and I, I did get the job, but I was so bored. Uh, maybe like the third or fourth month mark and uh, what I was doing was so monotonous. And, you know, I had a lot of bosses and they never cared, just like you mentioned. And, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, ah, this is not for me. I have to uh, leave this and I have to pursue something I've always dreamt of, which is starting my own business. And I think it, uh, this kind of book, uh, if you write it, will be a very good resource uh, for employers and even entrepreneurs in general uh, to create that uh, 
work environment that is pleasing, that is enticing, and that is fun uh, for people who work for them. Because most people, we just talk about being an entrepreneur, selling these, making money. But there are people uh, that works for us that really make all those things happen. And uh, if they are happy, I think we too will be much happier because their productivity will be much uh, will shoot up to the rooftop and uh, when that happens, we surely will make more money as the employer. So that's a very lovely book. And uh, AJ, I'm just very curious about the book you just uh, mentioned. So uh, with a beautiful book like this that will solve a lot of uh, problems for both employers and employees, uh, what has stopped you or what is stopping you from writing this book? What has stopped me from writing it? Yeah, what has stopped you or what is stopping you from writing uh, the book? You know, that's a great question. I, I'm i I'm not a big fan of reading. And so I, I guess I don't relate to, I never really thought much about it. Um, you know, I, 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 liked, I like this type of a format, right? I feel I can be maybe more beneficial this way. I, I And time, really, too. Time uh, has been a, a major factor. Um, I, you, you make me want to write the book now. I never really thought about that before, but now you make me want to write a book. Yeah, you know, uh, AJ, I always have had conversations with more than 70 entrepreneurs and these entrepreneurs are busy and successful entrepreneurs just like you. And one common thing that always come out when I ask this question is the fact that, you know, I don't have the time and uh, and I do get it myself. I don't, 24 hours is not even enough for me, but, and I still have a family to uh, spend time with and it can be very crazy. But, you know, uh, that is one thing that uh, I love to get out into the world. Uh, the message that you are busy, you have a successful business, you are running, you have a family to cater for. Uh, but writing a book doesn't have to take your time. It doesn't have to be a time-consuming uh, uh, activity. And uh, you can actually get it done with processes and the right system uh, without you actually spending any time or just maybe like some few hours uh, to uh, get uh, the right uh, person on board to get the book out even in your own world without writing a single word. So uh, it's just a very interesting topic. And uh, just well, like now, now, you've, now you've inspired me to do that. And I think, listen, I, I love sharing information. I, I love all the stories I can tell and help people. And I think we all have a story to tell. I think we all should have our, our own book, really. Um, it's life is a funny thing. Um, it's an interesting journey. And if I can help someone, whether it's through this or writing the book, now, now that you've inspired me, um, I want to do that. Yeah, that's, sure, that's sure. you know that that's what I want to do. That's that's cool. We can talk about it uh, later uh, at the end of the interview. And uh, just like what you said, you know, uh, recently at, uh, I was having this uh, a similar conversation like this with a guest of mine uh, some months ago. That's around June and. Uh, he was just talking about, you know, I've wanted to write this book. I have a lot of stories. I was divorced once. I uh, I was overweight, and you know, I conquered all those to, all those things to uh, become a chairman of five different companies. You know, he's a super busy guy. And one thing that stood up for him was the fact that I want to 
have a book where my kid can read about how I lived my life so that they can have a kind of guide on how to leave the mistake to avoid and uh, the things to uh, aim for instead of just... Uh, that's pretty powerful. Yeah, and you know, the book came out as like two months ago and uh, since then, he has been very, very, very excited and that is one uh, thing that a book can do. Uh we, we all have a story just like you said, and uh, I, I bet it with you. There's a lot of people out there who need to hear your story, who need to hear my story. I did that. I wrote my first memoir in 2006. And by that time, uh, 2016, sorry. And by that time, I was not even very successful as I am today. And, you know, that book was just a collection of my life story experiences in dating and relationship and quitting my job and starting a new business. And, you know, the feedback I got was very amazing. People were like, you know what? Ah, if you can do this, you can do this. I can do the same. And I was very amazed at the kind of, even though my story was not really a uh, successful one at that time, but it really inspired a lot of people. And sure. that was when I got hold of the power of what book can do to inspire people. I think it's great. And inspiring people, I think, you know, it, I think everyone needs to have a taste of running a business. I, I always say that because you learn so much. And in this day and age, I mean, there are people running extremely small businesses. If you think of people just making and selling things on Etsy, you know, those are entrepreneurs. They don't have to have be six or seven figures, right? And they could scale it to six or seven figures. But I think there's really an entrepreneur in, inside of each and every one of us. I'm actually myself at the fork roads, I guess, of being an entrepreneur or being a CEO. Because there's there's a there's a big difference, you know, when a company starts to get over seven figures. Um, I'm going through that transition of Am I going to be as involved in the day-to-day? -day? Am I going to handle sales? Am I going to handle people? Am I HR? Am I, you know? And so it's a very interesting thing. And to your point about being inspired, um, for me, it was natural to just want to do my own thing. I never I never followed the crowd. You know, school, I don't think, was, was for me. But... There's no matter the hardest day I have being an entrepreneur, I'll never give it up for anything. It's my passion. And I once got stopped following my passion. You know, there's people who didn't want me to do this, but I did it anyway. Yeah. And I think that's really important. And I think a lot of people out there, a lot of people listening to this, a lot of potential entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs who might have started late, I'm sure there's a lot of people who we're rooting for you, but I'm sure there are a lot of people who aren't. And it's overcoming that, that I think is, is important. You know, it's scary. You know, it's scary when you're, when you're that young, you know, young, like how I started and, um, and you don't, uh, you don't know how to run uh, a business necessarily. Uh, you've never, you know, done uh, accounting or, or anything. So for me, it was a scary thing because I never, never ran a business before. Um, I never did any of that stuff. So it was it was an interesting time uh, to learn and uh, scary. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, this, this conversation is uh, kind of heartfelt for me. And I just keep thinking uh, to those times when I got started and how things are and how things are today and the space that is in between those two uh, periods. You know, it's crazy, but uh, that's, uh, that should be a topic for another day. So thank you so much, AJ. I really love the fact, uh, I really love uh, the idea of how you open up and you talked about this story part of how telling your story is a very uh, critical part of being an entrepreneur. And I love the fact that you talked about uh, the fact, you know, in business, a lot, a lot of uh, folks out there always talk about the six, seven, eight, nine figure. And even the title of this podcast is Six Figure Podcast. But, you know, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there who are not even, uh, who don't even have any figure. Let, let's call it that way. And they are doing amazing, yeah. just like the Etsy guy that you That's talked right. about, like at the freelancers on Fiverr, where is even a place I started from. And, you know, just a regular guy out there who is even like uh, a coder or maybe a web designer that is just trying to do something that he loves so much. You know, that's the idea behind entrepreneurship, doing something that you enjoyed and something that you love. There was a sign in my first building that our office space was in, and I'll never forget it. I have a picture of it somewhere. When you would walk in the building, it said, do what you love. Do what you love. It, it Every day when I walked into work, as I was getting started, you know, that was our first office space. It really hits you. It really hits you because there's so many people in life that are not happy, that are not doing what they love. So seeing that as a reminder every single day, day in and day out, walking into that office was really, really important and very motivational to to get this company to that next level. I think surrounding yourself with people, books, inspiration um, that are going to help you exceed, but also be real with you, I think is really important. Um, surrounding yourself with those types of people, I think is important. Because you need someone that's going to give you a reality check and say, hey, this idea stinks. But you also need those people who are going to help promote you and help push you to that next level and push you to your hardest as an entrepreneur and as you're starting that business. And do what you love. It's It speaks volumes. All right. Uh, you are very, very right. Uh, so along all your entrepreneurial journey, AJ, what is the biggest and the best lesson that you picked along the line that you'd like to share with us? The biggest lesson? Hmm. I think for me, the biggest lesson is probably going to be learning to work with different types of people. You... So in the beginning, when I first started, we said yes to everything. There was no, there were, even with the DJ business, there was not one single event I said no to, you know, uh, with marketing, there was not one thing we said no to that. Oh, have you worked with this industry? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do that. We could do that. And we, we learned and we figured it out all along the way. I think the biggest lesson was you need to take those risks sometimes, those calculated risks, because now we have all sorts of experience. And because we have all sorts of experience in different industries and working with different people, and now we could be a little bit picky. Now we know how to work with different people. We've had people 
you know, I've had people in both of my businesses really bully us. You know, they see a young, a young kid at the time, a young guy. You know, when I first started, I didn't have contracts. Oh, here's the price. Okay. That sounds good. You know, I DJed parties where I'd give them a price, you know, ahead of time. They say, okay. Then at the end of the party, you know, maybe they, maybe I'm just going to make this up. They only gave me a hundred bucks. And I said, oh, it's supposed to be 200. No, no, we're just giving you a hundred. Well, were, were you not happy? Oh, no, we were really happy. We're just giving you a hundred. You know, there, there was no contract involved. So it's the biggest lesson is don't let people take advantage of you. Stand up for yourself. Stay with your gut. Go with your first instinct. But take on anything and everything because you need to learn. It's so important. Working with all these different types of people over the years, I think I can master working with any type of personality. Um, sober or drunk at a party, um, you know, on the marketing side of things. Um, you've got uh, uh, big, big, big CEOs all the way down to, you know, an office assistant or, or something like that. There's all different types of people who have all sorts of stories and all, all different sorts of, uh, you know, they, they come from all different walks of life. That I think is the biggest lesson and advice I could give to any entrepreneur. Okay, uh, thank you so much for those uh, lessons. Uh, so um, what is, uh, before you uh, tell us where we can find and connect with you online, uh, what is one question you wish I asked that I didn't? I think you really, you know, asked everything. I think we spoke about so much here. Um, the the one thing that I I really think is just so important for any entrepreneur is, you know, we talk about, in in life, you hear it in corporate, uh, you know, uh, corporate America, at least all the time is work life balance. And it is the biggest, I think, misconception ever, because in the world we live in, I don't believe that's a thing. I, I believe what you need to do is similar to what we've done. And what I've implemented is we have flexibility. We have an employer, me, who understands, you know, I, I have uh, people working for me that are, I have a husband or a wife, they have kids, they have families, they have things going on. Uh, they have a life outside of work. And it's acknowledging that it's giving them the freedom and flexibility that they need. And so one of the things I, I wish, you know, I'd like to quickly touch on and talk about is how your business as an entrepreneur for anyone, you know, listening to this, how you can be different than anyone else out there, how you can create a working environment, even if it's for yourself. You know, yes, you're always on call, right? I always say, oh, I'm, I'm always on call. But you know what? I used to burn myself out working 24-7. Now I have time to spend with my, my family on weekends. I have time to spend with my friends. I have time on weeknights. Yes, you're always going to think about your business as an entrepreneur. You're always going to think about it. It's your baby. It's, it's, it's a lot of people started these from nothing, right? You know, even your, your story, right? Um, a lot of people started this, you know, it's not like they had millions of dollars or, or anything like that. And we all have uh, a different path and a different place that we came from. But at the end of the day, it's our baby, you know, that business being an entrepreneur, but I think it it becomes an obsession for many. And that was me in the beginning. I I was obsessed 24-7 with this. Now I'm, yeah, I'm on call. So if, yeah, God forbid an emergency came up on a weeknight or a weekend after hours, 
I can handle it. I, I could have my team do it, but I'm not going to do that to them. But for me, the work-life balance scenario in any place I worked that never really existed because I never really enjoyed what I was doing. And so I really think creating an environment, again, even if you're a sole entrepreneur or you have employees, just recognizing, hey, we're all human. This is not a life or death situation, right? I've had I've I've had to have people kind of sit me down and say, hey, you, you need to you need to take a step back. And at first I got a little defensive. You know, I got a little offended and say, well, what, don't don't tell me to take a step back. It's my business. This is what I want to do. And then I really realized, hey, you know what? You only live once. Now, the extreme to that is I had a, a business partner that I almost started the business with who contributed, you know, no money and, and you know, just wanted to sit back uh, on a boat all day and, and do nothing, um, you know, or, or travel, uh, you know, across the country or across the world and do nothing. You have to be, I think, in the middle. You need to work. You definitely need to put the effort and time in as an entrepreneur, but you also need to take that step back and enjoy life. And your employees and your team need to do the same thing. They need to take that step back. So I think those are one of the things or a couple of things that I, I'm glad uh, now we had the opportunity to kind of talk about um, you know, on this program because I, I think, again, a lot of us as entrepreneurs, they, we don't have a place to go. We don't have a place to turn to. And being able to share this experience and your experience with everyone listening, I think is is quite remarkable. Yeah, thanks so much for that. So AJ, where can we connect with you online and where can we see all the amazing uh, things you'll be creating out into the world? Excellent. Yeah, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, AJ Sonic, S-O-N-N-I-C-K. Um, you can follow um, my agency. I'm all over there posting all the time, 118 Media. It's O-N-E-1-8 Media. And believe it or not, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this now, but I'm on TikTok. Uh, and my, uh, you can find me on TikTok, Success with Sonic, S-O-N-N-I-C-K. I'm giving all business advice, entrepreneur advice, helping businesses scale and grow. DM me on LinkedIn or TikTok, or you can you know, contact me anywhere uh, for anyone listening. Ask away, ask any questions. I want to help you all. Um, you know, it's not just on the marketing side of things, but if you've got a question about your business or you're thinking of starting a business or you're, you're in a slump or you're doing well and you want to share a success story, I want to hear about it. So share that stuff with me. I, I think that's great stuff and I'm, I'm excited to connect with some of you. All right. Uh, surely there are a lot of cool entrepreneurs on TikTok. And uh, I do go there once in a while. And, uh, I do. Uh, I, see I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm not doing any of the dances, though. <laughs> uh, sure, sure, sure. I understand. You know, uh, the cool people I've been following over there once in a while when I get to that platform, they are not really doing any funny dances. They're just uh, giving value out in, in terms of tips and uh, some uh life uh, and business and that's exactly what it's about i think but that's one thing you won't see me do is i'm not gonna i'm not gonna dance on tiktok but yeah it's a great where's the time for that platform. Anyway. yeah right yeah. exactly yeah. <laughs> all right listeners out there i'm super excited to have this awesome conversation with aj and it's been a lovely uh 30 something minute and i've enjoyed myself and i believe aj as well enjoyed himself and it has been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for having me yeah so our listeners out there this is where i will draw the curtains on this episode of the six figure entrepreneur podcast and uh make sure that uh you listen to this uh episode and 
you take note because that's the essence of producing this podcast for you to learn and implement everything that you are learning on this episode. So until I come your way next time on with another episode and another guest on the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast, my name is Maya once again. And I always like to tell you that go out there and uh, create value and uh, someone out there is waiting for your story, just like AJ mentioned. Someone is waiting for that book that you are to write. Someone is waiting for that business uh, that will give value back to them. So you'll be doing them a disservice by not getting yourself out there and getting started. So get started and use all the stories of guests on this uh, podcast to be a form of inspiration and uh, motivation for you. So see you next time. Uh, Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.